quick disclaimer before we officially begin the episode. On today's episode, I had a very cool, awesome, down-to-earth, very interesting and talented uh, guest. Is super dope. I restrained myself purposely from uh, speaking to him before the episode um, because we didn't really know one another. Um, but I did it on purpose because I wanted to give you guys a genuine conversation of two people getting to know one another. And uh, I think it turned out super awesome, super great. I am super thankful to this guest. Um, yeah, I, I purposely did it, like I said, because I wanted to give you guys a genuine conversation. And uh, I think we did a, I think we did a, an amazing job. Um, we get a lot of good details in, in, into the inside of a musician. So, yeah, yeah. great, great, great episode. Uh, I want to thank my guest. I want to thank every previous guest that I've had on also. They're, they're all amazing. They've all been uh, great. And, yeah, I just want to thank every single one of them. I also want to thank every single one of you listeners. You guys are amazing. You guys are honestly what keeps me going. And uh, you know what I mean? Like, I just want to thank every single one of you guys. You guys are great. I will warn everybody that this in this episode, I um, was having a little bit of audio problems. Um, it's still a great listen. Um, it's just not to the uh, standard that I've had in uh, previous episodes. But it is a great listen, y'all. So I know you all won't be disappointed. So, um, like always, I want to give everybody a thanks, a big shout out to everybody that's been on my podcast, a big shout out to Digital Mile and the whole crew. Um, yeah, like always, love, peace, and respect, and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Abstract Convos with your host, Jay Morales. On today's episode, I am super excited to have this guest. I met him uh, when I was working with Digital Mile. Kyle, shout out to Kyle Lamar, Stefan Sanchez, um, the whole Digital Mile crew. We uh, actually worked on one of the their videos. He's a musician. He's a guitarist. He's, a, he's just an all-around talented dude. Um, really, really cool dude. Um, he is in the band Octopus Tree. That's how I met him. So with no further ado, welcome, Mr. Nick Valdez. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. This this is exciting. The honor is mine, dude. You are you guys are your guys' band is so awesome, dude. And then plus, you're so down to earth, bro. The first day I met you, you were so down to earth. Like, you know, like music. I've met some musicians that were kind of, you know, a little not as cool if you want to put it that way. <laughs> Uh, yeah i do i do i feel you man i don't know i mean that's the whole reason why i became a musician like is to meet people and enjoy life and do something that i love to do you know i guess that's not the original reason why i became a musician but once i decided to kind of take it the next step and try to make it a career and everything you know that was kind of my intention is to be able to sustain my lifestyle and meet people and enjoy you know totally and you're living you're living up to it man. everyone everyone that i've uh spoken to about you like your guys's band they said when like the kyle and them they, they they love you bro they all love you they're like oh, that guy's fucking awesome i'm like i totally agree totally agree he's awesome That's dude. Good to hear, dude yeah man yeah. shooting that video you know it was really fucking cool oops 
Are we okay to cuss? I don't know how this. Oh, works. Dude, anything goes on this. <laughs> anything goes on this, dude. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm a, a body mouth. So. That's all good. Me too, dude. Worst things I've been said in, in this podcast, dude. So you're all good. <laughs> we yeah, live. Yeah, but we yeah, live. So I mean, psychedelics, bro. So you're you're good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, man. Well. Next time, bro. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, shooting the music video was awesome because you guys are all so chill, and it was uh, it was a great experience, and made some friends. You know, Justin Purvis, me and him uh, play disc golf together now and hang out, and you guys are all really chill and have kept in touch. And um, you know, I can't wait until we build up some funds, play some shows, and are able to do another music video with you guys. You know, you're our go-to at this point for sure. That is super awesome. I can't wait, dude. All those all those videos that we've done, they've been awesome, but yours guys have stood out. Um, just like I said, you guys were all cool, 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 like super dope. And not just that, but the um, I think the spot that you guys chose for the video was super dope, dude. Like, it just came out super awesome. The lighting, the the just the graffiti that was on the walls, like, it was super dope. It was, and then plus the awesome music, that spinning out song is, dude, ridiculous. I love that song. Thanks, man. Yeah, we love that song too. We were trying to think of a song that we could really create a good storyline out of, you know. And Seven Circle is such a cool place. Beyond just the aesthetic of it, it's one of our better DIY spots in town, you know. So it's like, since everything was shut down, uh, just wanting to support as much as we can. And what money we could to rent out the space for the day and they were all about it and you know it's just that's a huge thing for me is supporting our local community and the people that support us trying to you know hand it back and pay it forward so it yeah i mean you can't you can't ask for a better venue than seven circle for a rock and roll video you know what i mean <laughs> oh, but, totally dude, agree. You guys is, yeah your guys is lighting and stuff the way you guys brought it to life especially that outdoor scene at the end it's really amazing the process you know i'm a total nerd for um visual arts i'm just a nerd for all kind of artistic expression you know and i love editing videos and doing stuff like that but to work with like a group that has super professional equipment but still, like you said, have like that really personable vibe and that really easygoing work ethic, but still getting shit done. Like, it's just it's the way it should be, man, you know, and hopefully just continue to build a community. You know, I mean, that's what I want. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, brother. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I can't wait to work with you guys again. This is super dope. Um and you guys are super talented. Like, I, I've been listening to you guys' music ever since that day. Like, one of the, the other songs that I that I love, dude. And I don't know if – I wanted to ask you this. I wanted to ask you this because this is – to me, this is the riffs on the song Funky Now. I don't yeah. know if you play those, but those are so dope, dude. Oh, yeah, I play those. <laughs> you, you, dude, yeah, dude, those are so – like, when I heard that song, I was like, all right, all right. It's, it's cool, it's cool. And then I heard those riffs, and I was like, Oh, that is so dope. So dope, dude. Yeah, any anyone in particular that really stands out for you or what? It's the solo. It's the solo when you do like the solo guitar. The uh Okay. Dude, killed it. You killed it, bro. Thanks, you man. It. Yeah. 
that whole album process was like such a huge experience for me because um try not to make it too long of a story but you know uh joe and spencer have been in a band in this band together for a long time and they were in another band previous to that and they've just kind of known each other their whole lives Mm-hmm. And uh, we become we became friends through a mutual person that used to be in one of my old bands called Mad Pow. And uh, so we got to know each other and we got to be good friends. And while I was still in Mad Pow, there's a couple times where they tried to get me to come jam with them and stuff. And I just couldn't make it happen time wise. And um, it was like August 2000, well, July or August 2019. Um they my band mad pow broke up and so um they jumped on the opportunity i guess for lack of better words and hit me up and asked me to jam with them and you know so starting about august september i started jamming with them and putting together some songs and starting to write parts to their new stuff they were wanting to record and um in October, the end of October, so I'd been like playing with them and not even officially in the band yet for like a month and a half or so. And we went down to Durango and recorded a full 11 song out or yeah, 11 song full length album in like three days, dude. So Jeez. it was like, yeah, it was really quick put together, but it was like it was meant to be because everything just came together the way it did, you know, and that. That yeah. solo is funny because um, I had been writing it and I got it down really good and I was stoked about it. And then when we got into the studio, they made the decision to like bump the BPM of that up. So the tempo of the song, they decided to make it like, I can't remember how much faster, but <laughs> once they yeah. made it faster, I was like, oh my God, dude, I, I like struggled to play through that <laughs> solo. For, I, I had to really kind of dig deep and pull it off and it came out okay man i think live now when i play it i play it even better but that's what i mean that's what was such a cool experience about it is it had to come together quickly and it still turned out really nicely and i'm very very happy with the way the album turned out for sure dude dude that is amazing so like you didn't like i mean you obviously you liked it but you said it's even better live like i can't wait to hear that because i liked it just listening to it you know and on my phone you know what i mean i was like oh those notes are super dope so if you're saying that gets better than that i want to hear that live brother i want to hear that live. yeah i just feel like I, I yeah i just feel like i play it a little cleaner now most of the time everybody has their days <laughs> yeah yeah i totally get you do you guys have any shows coming up like live shows now that things are starting to open up or is that still like something yeah you yeah, we have three on the books right now, kind of spread apart. Um, so our next one's coming up pretty quick here on June 5th. And we're playing oh, at hey. the Oriental Theater in the Highlands. Um, but yeah, dude, if you're not busy on June 5th, you should come out, dude. It's going to be fun. It's a, it's a two-show night. So um, we have another band called Native Station that's like a really cool they call themselves quasi metal and it's cause they're like not always just like heavy, but they have that technical vibe to them, I think, you know? And, um, uh, so they're playing with us and each show we'll both do a set. So in that night, you know, if you buy tickets to both sets, you get kind of a really intimate experience with a lot of our music and a lot of their music too. So it's going to be a cool one. 
So say that, say that again so everybody knows where to get the tickets and where to go or where it's going to be at. Say it one more time, please. Um, so it's at the Oriental Theater, um, and that's in the Highlands in Denver, North Denver. Um, and it's on June 5th. I can't remember all the details about the link to the tickets, but honestly, you know, if you know where to find me or the band or the Oriental, um, you can buy tickets online or you can hit us up and we'll put you on a like a will call list and it'll be essentially just like buying. And I almost prefer that way, too, because um, I think online has a little bit of a fee on top, which is kind of typical yeah. for ticket brokers. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, it's just the way it goes. And even I mean, right now with the lack of shows happening in the last year, show tickets are even a little bit higher price than they normally are. But I think it's one of those things where, you know, uh, most people are really appreciative just to have music back and aren't really complaining too much about that. So it's it's 15 bucks for one show. So you could either do the early show or the other the late show. Um, or you could get tickets to both for twenty five, so you get like a five dollar discount if you purchase for both. Oh, dude, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there for sure. And everybody here heard it here first. Get your tickets. Get your tickets to that show, y'all. I'm telling you, you guys, you guys are not gonna be let down. Um, these guys are super talented. Uh, so yeah, definitely go get that. Um, I wanted to ask you though. So, are you in any other band besides Octopus Tree, or are you just like uh, for now just focusing on Octopus Tree? Uh, I am in other bands as far as like original music. That's the only band I'm in, but I'm also in a band called Anavern's Day. Anavern is Nirvana spelt backwards. Uh, oh, okay. Sweet. Anavern, yeah. Yeah. And that's a nineties cover band. Basically we call it a tribute cause it's a tribute to era, but most people would def- define it as a cover band. Um, but we really strive to get accurate depictions of these tunes, and I think we kill it, man. It's a cool band if you like 90s, like grunge and alternative music. And Love we've it. even started kind of, yeah, we've even started kind of delving into, like, trying to do rock versions of hip-hop and pop and R&B and stuff like that. So we're having fun with it, dude. And then I'm also in another band called Audiolith with an old friend of mine named Colin. Um and Audiolith is also a cover band, but it's an acoustic duo. So we mostly do like, um, you know, unplugged versions of a whole bunch of songs. That one's across the board as far as eras and stuff like that goes. So, yeah, dude, I mean, I, I try and keep busy. And as things open up more, I'm getting busier and busier again, which I love. Sweet. I wanted to ask you that, that that is interesting that you mentioned these um these uh the the band your second band that you mentioned for the uh, cover uh, band uh so what like who I mean obviously you said in all nineties right so like what are what are some of y'all songs that y'all have um that you guys cover or tribute do tributes to I mean most of our stuff's grunge so you know we play. Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Smashing Pumpkins, Stone Temple Pilots. Um, We also do Weezer. We have a couple Weezer songs, so we get into the more pop-punk side of things, Blink-182, stuff like that. We're starting to, like, venture a little further, like I said, outside of the grunge stuff. Um, 
for different reasons, we're wanting to start marketing ourselves as a corporate band as well and get corporate gigs just because they're uh, really high paying and really reliable gigs. Um, so, yeah, in order to do those kind of gigs, you have to have a very uh, pop centric repertoire you know what i mean so we like i said we've been doing some fun stuff like recently we debuted kind of a rock version of hit me baby one more time by britney spears oh <laughs> and, damn uh, yeah yeah it's fun dude i think we pull it off pretty well and also uh pony by genuine dude yes um, yeah 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 a <laughs> that lot is of our so focus sweet. is on like yeah, dude. Uh, it's fun, man. It is. A lot of our focus is on like vocal harmonies. So any song that has some sweet opportunities to either write harmonies or that are already composed into the song, like we're all about it if it's in the 90s, you know. I'm just going to throw an idea out there. I don't know. You could take it or leave it. I don't know if it'll work or if it won't work, but have you guys ever heard the, uh, what was that called? Um, I'll Be Around by The Spinners? I don't know that one by name. No, man. Oh, I'll dude. Check it's, it, it out. Yeah, it's like an oldies uh, type of song. But, man, the vibe to that song, if you guys were to, like, work it out to, like, do some kind of, like, rock version of it, oh, I think it would be yeah. super sweet, bro. Super sweet. So it's oldies, like, it's it's earlier than the 90s, or is it in the yeah, 90s? Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like a, I think it's a 80s song. Yeah, like, okay. early 80s or something like that. Or, yes, mid-80s. Something like that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's the tough thing. We're always we're always kind of juggling the idea of venturing outside of the '90s. Um, we have been guilty of it one time, dude. We play uh, we play Schism by Tool, and it's oh, technically okay. yeah, it's technically 2001. So that's the one song that we broke our rules for. But we're trying to keep it all in the '90s with that one. But I'd love to check it out, dude. Honestly, even Octopus Trees considered like messing around with covers just to have a cover or two in a set you know have a little more artistic freedom on it because like i said i mean other than the songs that venture outside of rock and roll we try to be very accurate to the music um in anavern's day so it's like you know we're really listening and looking up any kind of tabs or music that we could find about it just to really kind of play the song exactly how it's recorded you know justice you're trying to do it right which is super dope and super important to to music heads like us you know what i mean because i mean i guess if, if you were to listen to it and you're just like a casual fan of music you'd be like oh that's pretty cool but like if you really know it, you're like oh these guys are super good like super talented you know what i mean so it's yeah, good it's I good mean, that you're focusing it. on it's good that you're focusing on like making it right you know so yeah dude props for that Thanks, dude. Yeah, it's it's exactly that. You know, I think we've had many times people come up and talk about little nuances, you know, and it's what separates us from being just a typical bar scene cover band, which like no trash on them, dude. These people like put in so much countless hours and just have hundreds and hundreds of songs that they can just pull out of their ass and play any night, you know, because they mm -hmm. know the structure of the song and they know the chords, and they've worked on their improvisational skills, so they're able to put it together. You know, I've seen many cover bands just never have played a song, but just know it well enough that they can put it together on the spot. You know, it's it's pretty wild. So it's no disrespect towards that type of 
um, approach to it. But yeah, it's just what we kind of try to use to separate ourselves as an entity from that general scene, I guess, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, I'm definitely, you're going to have to definitely give me like the, the links and all that to, to like, look you guys' stuff up. Cause besides octopus tree, I haven't looked at your other stuff. I didn't even know you were another band. So I'm going to definitely check that out, dude. For sure. For sure, bro. Yeah. That's one that you're just going to have to come out and see. Cause, and we play oh, even lot. better, even better, yeah. bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we play a lot, and uh, we have two coming up this month already towards the end of May, and a bunch in June, so we're going to be busy this summer. But yeah, that's when you got to come check out, because we don't record anything. I mean, there's some videos if you look it up, but the live experience is where it's at with that band, for sure. I mean, I I think in general, like... Spencer from Octopus Tree is the bassist in that band, so there's a little crossover. We're uh spencer joined us recently like about four or five man even longer than that we've got to be pushing close to a year with spencer pretty soon here man that's awesome yeah yeah super rad super cool dude too so that is super badass dude um yeah i think i think the the live experience in general is just is awesome dude when you go see a concert live like it's just like nothing like it i think the experience is just awesome, you know. You get to you get the whole vibe. You get you get the whole experience, you know. Absolutely, man. What's your what's your go to to go see live? Honestly, when I was younger, I was I'm a big like rap and hip hop guy. Like that's what I grew up with, right? But I've always yeah. loved rock. Like rock is like like neck and neck with with rap and hip hop for me. Um, and so. My go-to, I would say, is, like, rock concerts, bro. I like hip-hop, and I like rap. Don't get me wrong. Like, they're super dope, but there's not – like, when you go see a rock concert, like, whether it's, like, soft rock or whatever, it's, it's just, I think it's just dope. I think they are so dope. Plus, you get to see some mosh pits. So, I mean, you know, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Live, I mean, rock is so good live. Metal is so good live. I've seen some great rappers live, dude. Tech 9 no, is yeah. amazing. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, it's a different, it's a whole different thing, and that's what's so cool about it is like even seeing jazz live is such a different experience yes. than going to a metal concert, you know, like, and there's different reasons for it, like, you know, I would go see Tool live because they sound so good, like they sound so much like they're recording, you know, and that's something I really appreciate. Another band that I love to death that's like flawless live is Incubus. Oh yes, dude. dude! I've never seen them live, but yeah, fuck yeah, I think it was they're they're dope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, like to be able to play and sound really good live, it's it's just as much on the performance as it is like who you have doing your sound. You know, um, mm-hmm. I know Mastodon, one another one of my favorite bands, Mastodon. Um, they, at least for the I saw them for their Blood Mountain tour, which is one of their kind of, I think it's like their third or fourth album. Um, anyways, they were touring on it, and they actually had their uh, audio engineer that was in the studio with them traveling with them and doing their live sound for them. So it was like, you know, at least the tone of the guitars and everything else is going to sound exactly how it did, you know? Yeah, dude. That is so sweet. I mean, honestly, like, I've heard I've heard a mixture of things of like live bands, so it's cool that you've had those good experiences. Because me, like 
I know it's just kind of cliche because everybody, like, almost everybody says this, but Metallica, I love Metallica, bro. Like, that is one of my all-time oh, yeah. favorite bands, you know what I mean? I know a lot of people say that, but, Absolutely. like, literally, like, you know what I mean? Like, literally, like, I am, since I was a little kid, like, I was like, hell yeah, this is my shit. And then also yeah. um, System of a Down, but I've also heard people that have seen System of a Down live and they say that it sounds, they don't sound kind of the same and the same thing about Metallica. I'm like, don't tell me that. You guys don't tell me that because it's like, <laughs> you're going to mess up my image, like my, my view of them. You know what I mean? Because like, I love those bands, bro. System of a Down, I grew up on Metallica, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, man, you know, I, I think that it's exactly what our original point was, that it's just all a different experience. I've seen both of those guys, and um, System of a Down, I saw him at Riot Fest like five, six years Dude, ago. And it was, lucky. Uh, I mean, it was the first time they had toured together in like a long time, Right. and they sounded good, I thought. You know, I don't remember anything. I was in a festival audience, though, and I was like, at least a hundred yards from the stage, you know, so you get that big outdoor sound with the speakers kind of traveling. Right. So it's, it's one of those things like that's, you know, it's just different and seeing Metallica, I saw him at Pepsi center and I don't like arena. I don't like big arena sound like that indoor open area is, kind of sound. Is it like an echo thing that you don't like or what is it that you don't like about it? Uh, it's like, man, I mean, it, I guess it depends on like where you're at in the state, like in the stands, because we were mm -hmm. really close for Metallica and honestly, they sounded great. And, uh, um, I will say, you know, James Hetfield, he had some vocal problems at some point. I can't remember if it was like the early two thousands or what, but he actually had to kind of retrain himself to sing. So his voice is totally different now, you know? But he yeah. has a really well-trained voice, and he still pulls off the songs really well. Metallica is another – I mean, dude, it's it's a funny thing because you're talking about – you know, so many people love Metallica, and that's one of your favorite bands. That's a huge band from, like, right. the beginning of my playing, you know? Like, when mm -hmm. I was – I remember being in high school, and my buddy, <laughs> his, uh, his stereo didn't work in his car. So we rigged up this like full-on you remember those old uh like 20 disc changing fucking giant ass <laughs> players know, yes. with, the, with the separated speakers we yes. those up in his yeah and his little like honda civic we just had this big ass like boom box thing in the fucking <laughs> car and uh dude but i just remember like being like little hood rats as kids in lakewood and just fucking driving around just blasting metallica and just doing hell stupid yeah. shit like we were crazy when we were teenagers but um dude I, so metallica is a huge one for me man and i would say if you get the opportunity to see him live like do it because don't let anybody tell you that it's not worth it no definitely definitely man i don't care what people say like i, I i'm still gonna like if i i i hope and i wish that system would down towards the u.s one, at least one more time so i go see him the same thing with metallica so the funny for, funny story about metallica is that i think you went to go see him the same day my brother went to go see him when they were in pepsi center when it rained uh it was, was that... the, uh, the the thing that stands out for me is 
Oh, no, no. So that was the Invesco. That was the outdoor thing. They, oh, yes, that, yes. You're, yeah, talking, yeah, about, you're yes, talking about exactly, in just the yeah. last few years. No, yeah. dude, this was this was like 2008. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, 2008. 2008 because it was – or hold on. Let me, let me make sure I'm saying I'm getting this correct because it's not <laughs> something you want to get wrong. 2008 is the year that Obama was elected in the presidency, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, so that's the one thing that stands out for me is when we were seeing Metallica at Pepsi Center, it was the night that it was election day and Obama became president. So that was like a huge historic thing for the country. And we were seeing Metallica and we were seeing Down, which I don't know if you know who Down is. Um, If you like rock, you should check out the band called Down because it's Phil Ansama, which is the singer of Pantera. And uh, it's like a super group of dudes. Have you ever heard of Corrosion of Conformity? No, I haven't. Yeah, well, anyways, it's just a bunch of dudes from a bunch of other really popular like rock and heavy metal bands. So it's like a super group, but it's such a good band. Anyways, it was them and The Sword and Metallica at Pepsi Center. And it was a killer show. And it was like a historic night. So that's what stands out for me. But no, I didn't unfortunately get to see them the last time they came with the big rainstorm that happened and stuff. I heard about it, though. Yeah, dude. So that's I mean, it's cool that you got to see them before. I, I'm going to have to check those bands that you're talking about out. Like, I, I don't even know who they are. But um, the the day that my brother went, that's a funny story because I was literally at work and my, my brother calls me and he's like, guess where i'm going and you know i was like dude i'm working like what do you want you know what i mean like i'm, I'm in the middle of something and he's like i'm just calling let you know that i'm gonna go see your fucking band metallica dude and i was like that's fucking oh, bullshit man. i was like bullshit i, I was know. like that's bullshit because that's my favorite band that's not your favorite brand and he's like you know what i just beat you to the punch bro and i was like damn it damn it <laughs> <laughs> you said that was your brother yeah my brother yeah so he went to go see the, the Metallica with uh with his dad, but then he calls me and he's like, dude, we just got rained out. <laughs> so they had to stop for like an hour yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the tough thing about the outdoor shows, man. But honestly, I, I love outdoor shows. They're so fun, dude. I've been rained on a few times at Red Rocks, but nothing too bad, I don't think. Dude, how was it performing at Red Rocks? Oh, yeah, I've never performed there. Oh, no. I thought you said you performed. I was like, oh, Jesus, damn, dude. Dude, if I performed at Red Wax and I, like, walked off stage and dropped dead, like, I'd be happy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously. But yeah, not, like, dude. yeah, it would have to be, like, a legit Red Rock show, like, looking up at a massive crowd of people and, like, yeah. opening up for a badass band that you love or being the headliner is obviously yeah. best-case scenario, but, dude. That's uh, as a Colorado boy, that's absolutely like the biggest bucket list as a performer that I have for sure. 100%. That's an iconic, uh, uh, you know, place to, to, to perform. You know what I mean? Old school. Like, yeah. It's just Colorado iconic, dude. Um, You'll get there. You guys will get there. I think you guys are super talented, bro. You guys are going to get there. Watch. Watch. You guys will get there, bro. Um, I wanted to ask you, though. I, I mean, because we're talking. What's that? I said it's going to happen one way or the other, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, brother. You oh, guys yeah. got this. Um, since we've been talking so much about music and, like, bands and stuff like that, I want to ask you, how did you even get started in music? Like, what what 
drew you towards music or like what was the first instrument you played and stuff like that? Uh, guitar has always been my instrument since I've started. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's nothing, it's not really like a glorious story really, dude. I mean, I would say that when I was like 11, 12, maybe even a little younger, I really started getting into the late 90s rock and pop punk and shit, you know, like Blink-182 and Slipknot and Korn and all that. And I think just kind of seeing that rock star, I don't know, I just have always been attracted to the whole rock star lifestyle, I guess, you know. So I asked for a guitar and... I honestly didn't even like really pick up and start practicing that guitar until I was closer to like 14. And um, the reason why I started really getting into playing is just simply because I became friends with kids that did play and were like starting bands. And, you know, it was just like, dude, I have a guitar. I should do this too. You know, (laughs) that was it. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when, uh, how old are you when you first joined, uh, like, a band, I guess you could say, like, a band, a band, you know what I mean? I literally, like, started guitar and started a band with a bunch of my friends. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, Bro, it that? was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were they were pretty talented dudes, and I'm a pretty quick learner, so I picked it up fast, but... Um, yeah, it like literally like pretty much as soon as I started playing, I started playing with people. So it's definitely been a huge part of the whole thing. So I was really happy to get back into it. I took like a pretty big break through college and didn't really even play electric guitar. I was playing all classical guitar and, uh, just to get my degree and everything. So yeah, but as soon as I got out of that, I mean, um, just picked back up my electric and started playing in bands again, dude. It's what I love to do. So you you're pretty good with the um, acoustic, also. Like the yeah, man. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, dude! Hell yeah! Do you, do you play? Do you guys have any song like any other songs where you just play acoustic, like the acoustic guitar? Not live. No, there are a couple no. songs that we do have acoustic guitar in, but we usually have like a friend come up and play with us. You know oh, what okay. I mean? So, because yeah. most of the time when the acoustic guitar is in it, there's also some other guitar, and we're a three piece, so we don't have a second guitarist. So we have little like guests. Like most most of the time, our homies, the singer of Anna Vren's JC, which is one of the most talented musicians I've ever met, man. He's He's gotten up with us and played a couple of the tunes. He plays piano as well, really fantastically. And we have a couple songs that have piano in them. So anytime so, we have those extra auxiliary instruments, we have to get somebody else in there to play. You know what I mean? I mean, once I learn my, once I get it down, bro, I'll be glad to rock out with you guys, dude. <laughs> Man, seriously, you, you were you were telling me you played guitar though. Yeah, I want. I mean, I did when I was way younger, and then uh, I stopped. So like, I can't say that I do anymore because I I probably okay. horrible. You know what I mean? But I want to get like I told you, I am gonna get back into it, and I do. I am gonna talk to you about um, you possibly give me lessons because I do want to get back into it, bro. Like so bad, so so bad. 
it when I when I when I did it when I was younger, it was like, how do I explain it? Like it would just take me to like a different dimension, you know, like a different world. You just like in your own little world, like playing the the guitar. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's that. I loved it. I honestly don't. I started boxing that I stopped doing it. Like I was just more more focused on like my boxing, but uh, yeah, I shouldn't have stopped. I tell you that. <laughs> Well, dude, I mean, it's all about what you can juggle, dude. <laughs> I mean, you got to prioritize yeah. things sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah, I exactly. Would love, yeah. You know, doing something like that or a martial arts, I would love that, you know what I mean? But it's like, I I have to be careful because anything that I start doing, I'll obsess over. And exactly. I have to, like, like I said, really prioritize what I can and can't do. So, you know, another thing I'd love to do is become like a creative like woodworker dude i'd love to learn how to yes uh work work with wood and build things and stuff but it's like such a time commitment man you gotta like you know at this point i mostly have to prioritize music is what i'm doing because it's not only what i have aspired to do for a long long time but it's also what's paying the bills right now too you know <laughs> exactly no yeah i totally get it bro I, to I totally totally get it yeah right now like how uh how long you how long have you been boxing for man um i actually haven't done it in years now because uh i started work so that took up all my time you know what i mean but uh i did it for uh eight years i started when i was nine and stopped when i was 16 something like that or 15 i don't know something like that i don't know it was, wow, it was. So you started pretty young. Like, what? Uh, do you have other uh, boxers in your family, or what? What made you want to start at nine, dude? So it was. Damn, it's funny that you asked me that because um, when I, well, when I was younger, like, I I grew up fighting. My my whole family we were like fighters. You know what I mean? Like, we just grew up uh, scrapping with one another. You know, we're we're boys, so we're just gonna do what we're gonna do. You know what I mean? So sure. um. One day, my my uh my buddies, well, at the time they were my buddies. They're like, "Hey, let's go to the box. Let's go to the boxing gym, and uh, you know, go check it out." But what they wanted to do was get me in the ring so they could beat my ass. You know what I mean? So damn, they got me in there, and they whooped that. The first, the first, very very first match I I got in the ring. Uh, like, dude, they they like they hit me in my gut. I remember dropping. And then I look up and, and I, everybody's like laughing, you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, these guys want to fuck with me. Okay. So I made sure I got back in there after that and uh, got real good. And tell you what, that never happened again. <laughs> so uh, that that's mainly what got me going, dude. It was those dudes that wanted to be my ass. So like, hey, let's go. And then after that, I seen like how bad I felt that I couldn't protect myself. So I was like, I'm going to get good at this and, and I'll make sure that, that, that this doesn't happen again. You know what I mean? Sure. No, I, yeah, that's like, that was what I was going to say is like it had to have been a, like kind of a spark under your ass to get good at it so you could shove it back in their face, you know? Oh, yeah, dude, it felt, I mean, it, it felt super great. Let's just put it that way that, I, that, that yeah. they couldn't do that anymore, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, dude, yeah, it's dude. very important to be able to protect yourself too, man. I mean, like, yeah. sure, it's a sport and it's also like a violent sport, so a lot of people look down on that but it's like if you can protect yourself when it really matters it's so much more than just the sport of it you know it's like i think that's so important man i'd hate to have something go down and be able to get the better taken of me and something bad happen you know 
Of course. Of course, dude. It's And people don't really, I mean, now, I mean, I guess like nowadays, like obviously there's more like, uh, like cops, they'll call the cops or something like that. But like, you never know when this, the situation might occur where you, you can't call a cop or, you know, there, there's no one that can help you. You know what I mean? Then what are you going to do in, in that, in that situation? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, you don't know. I mean, you're you're really lucky if a cop is within a minute of your vicinity, if you call him, you know what I mean? Like, you're really lucky. And it happens, you know, they're always driving around. But yeah, it's things like that escalate so quickly. And it could be any number of things. And that's the crazy kind of side of it is it's not just talking about the worst stuff like a home invasion or whatever you just never know if you accidentally bump elbows with the dude that he's going to turn around and not try and like get at you and and if he's getting at you you know he might have a knife or even worse you know what i mean and even if it is just somebody that's trying to physically assault you you gotta i don't want to i don't want like my nose broken i don't want a black guy dude i'm fighting back for sure you know like for sure i mean it's i mean what else are you gonna do just stand there and not even try at least you know what i'm saying like no man come on you're gonna do something and what better way to 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 do something than to know what you're actually doing you know what i'm saying like to be able to like not not kill the dude but just put him out so that he can't hurt you or your family you know what i'm saying so yeah um, and i think that that's where a sport like jujitsu or a a, not a sport but a martial art like jujitsu is really cool or you know because it's more about the grappling and you're able Mm -hmm. to subdue somebody with less damage done to them and yourself you know you have a better chance of disarming somebody with a skill like that than with boxing whereas boxing you're going to be able to you know essentially overwhelm them with punches to the point where they don't know where they're getting even getting hit at, you know? Like, yeah. So it's yeah, like, sure. you know, it's really a way to end a potential threat pretty quickly. If you're within range, you know, for sure. I mean, it, it's crazy that, w- that we talk about this. Cause like, so like I'm, I'm a short guy and like, I'm a little on the like skinnier side. So like that about my whole life, I've always grown up with like people trying to like test me. Cause I'm like the smaller guy and I'm like, not even a, like, uh, when I was younger, I used to love fighting just because, like, I just got a thrill out of it. But now that I'm older, I'm like, just chill. You know what I mean? So I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, why are you guys, <laughs> why are you guys even talking shit to me? Like, I don't get it. But, yeah. um, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm like the best fighter or anything, but I do protect myself. Like what you're saying, like I just protect myself. That's all I do. But yeah, it's funny because like people will try to test me just because like they see me kind of small. Like they think that I won't do anything, and I'm like, nah, dude, I'm gonna protect myself, bro. I don't. <laughs> you know well i mean it's that it's that fight or flight response i think you know it's i i think you know 9.9 times out of 10 i'm gonna try and use my words to get out of a situation i don't like conflict sure. i'm just saying like sure. yeah i'm just saying if you're there's those moments where you know you have no choice and it's gonna something's gonna happen and it's that's those moments where you choose to either turn around and run or just like you know stand your ground or whatever and everybody's different like that there's nothing wrong with trying to run out of it but i think there's situations where you can't you know what i mean exactly yep and uh i don't know man it since the viewer or the listeners can't see i'm like six six and i'm like 260 of pure muscle and i'm just kidding dude (laughs) (laughs) i'm short like you man i'm short like you I, i i do a pretty i do a pretty good job of um 
sticking to myself. I don't get messed with a lot, dude. I've actually seen a lot of bigger guys get messed with, though. I've seen a lot of dudes feel like they need to size up a bigger dude. And, you know, next thing, you know, I mean, it's it's such a weird psychological thing to me. <laughs> like, why are you picking a fight with a dude that's, like, way bigger than you? It's really weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... <laughs> You know, you know, like you know the the when you especially like the younger cats. I see that with the younger cats. You know what I mean? Where they're like always trying to test somebody. Like always trying. I'm like, you guys are like crazy. Obviously, we're all in that phase where we're just like full. It's just like we're just always full of like rage and ready to like energy and stuff yeah. like that. But it, I always see like mainly like younger younger dudes trying to like test somebody, and I'm like, uh, that's crazy. I just yeah, I know. you know, young. I mean, you're definitely. You're right about that. I don't know. I think it's also like how how you just can't really handle your alcohol as well when you're that young and stuff too, yeah, man. You know, like yeah. Nine yeah. nine times out of ten, I've seen a, like a younger person try and act like that. They're pretty sauced. So it's totally a macho thing, and that's that's exactly what it's like. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like I don't try to follow that. I try to just protect myself when I need to. You know. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. But I get that. I get that's the exact reason why I would love to box or I would love to learn jujitsu or something. And I just, I am terrible with time management. So I'm like, I <laughs> I don't know if it's even in the cards for me until I just like decide that I've practiced guitar enough, which I don't know if will ever happen, you know? Hey, you know what though? I, the, the minimum thing that you could do, like the minimal thing that you could do is at least by like punching bag or something where you could kind of like, you know? practice a little bit yeah. and it wouldn't hurt none you know what i mean because i understand no, the time, time restriction you know time restriction for for everybody is like for me dude like the the fact that we're doing this is so freaking cool to me because most of the time i'm always doing something you know what i mean like doing something 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 you know what i mean so it's super cool that, that, I'm, that i actually have time to do this with you you know what i mean well this is yeah this is great man i love uh, shooting the shit about random stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah. we don't really know each other too well. Exactly. I, yeah. I, I don't even really think I know your, like, real first name, bro. No, yeah, that, dude, because, so, like, my name is, is Julio, by the way. Julio, so, okay. Yeah, right. so, so, like, everybody calls me by different nicknames. So, everybody has, like, uh, Jay or, you know, Julian or whatever, and I'm, like, yeah like, I got like a million different nicknames you know so like people when they meet me like they're like dude what, what was your name again because like like they hear one person say something and then they hear another person say something else you know what i mean so i'm like dude it's whatever you want to call it at the end of the day because i got like a million nicknames dude <laughs> but it yeah is so okay so it's julio and is uh julian the english version of julio is that no so Okay. The, the funny story the funny story behind that is so i was working in the oil fields dude i were i worked in the oil fields for many years and um i was working with actually some of my family and my grandpa was like you know in charge of the, the little group so one of his buddies came up to me and he's like hey julian you kept on calling me julian so like everybody started laughing they're like what the fuck like who's julian you know what i mean even me i was like what the fuck who's julian and then uh my grandpa's like his name is julio he's like yeah his name is Julio. He's like, but he doesn't look like a Julio. He looks like a Julian. So we're going to start calling him Julian. <laughs> so everybody in the world feels like knew me by Julian. So like everybody would be like, Julian, Julian. I'd be like, fucking Julio, bro. What are you guys doing? It's my name's Julio. <laughs> but it's, so, I mean, it's, I mean it's, obviously you got used to answering to it though, huh? 
Yeah, I mean, it, what am I gonna do? Tell him not to to use it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a nickname. You know what I mean? So, yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. So, and then uh, so it's Julian or Jay. Like that. Those are like the main ones. Or Juju. Like some a lot of people call me Juju too. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I always call you when I'm like, I mean, you know, looking at your Facebook name or, uh, you know, mentioning to the guys that I was doing this podcast, you know, as Juju. So I was yeah, like, that can't be his, that can't be his real name though. <laughs> no, no, no. Juju is like it started with uh actually when I'm I'm an electrician, so like I worked in oil fields doing electrical, and then I went out to the city and did like buildings and stuff. And it started from one of the guys that I that I was working with. He just started calling me Juju. Like I said, it's just spontaneous like nicknames. People just start calling me shit, and I'm like, okay, that's that's cool, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Totally, yeah. There's those names that people just call you, and you know, it's like it is what it is. You, you I mean, have yeah. these random people that have random nicknames for you, man. It's pretty cool. I think it. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's either it's either it's either like. They, I think it's like a hard thing for a lot of people to pronounce Julio anyway. You know what I mean? Especially for like the people that know, don't know Spanish for some reason. They're like, what? So they just sure, yeah, something different. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's like, but I, I, I have grown up around a lot of Hispanic people and I've taken a little bit of Spanish and stuff. So, I mean, Julio for me is a very easy Spanish name. <laughs> See, <laughs> you know no, that, I mean? that's, like, yeah, that's what I would think. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's great, dude. But whatever you prefer, you know, I guess I always just ask people, like, you know, I see your name on Facebook's Juju. Do you like that, or do you want Julio? Or I can call you Julian if you want me to, bro. You know? <laughs> no, honestly, bro, like, out of – out of, I, I really don't care. Like I said, I got a million different nicknames. The reason why I chose yeah. Juju for my Facebook was because, like, everybody at that time was just calling me Juju. So I was just like, I'm just going to put Juju on Facebook, like – who cares? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like everybody calls me that anyway. And then like, not just that, but like I started working with, with my brother-in-law and there's a lot of uh, Spanish speaking people there. So in Spanish, the J is not like a, a, a J sound. It's like a, it's like yeah, an H sound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah so yeah. they, they started messing with me and they're like, Hoo-hoo. instead of saying Juju there, yeah, they're like, Hoo-hoo. <laughs> and, then one of the, <laughs> and then one of the guys that I was working with, he was like big a uh, fan of Outcast, which I am too. Or yeah, was it Outcast? Yeah, and they have an old school song where they go "Hootie Hoo." So he, that's what he would just start doing all the time, "Hootie Hoo." And that's I was so like, funny. "Oh my god, dude!" Yeah, so that's pretty. Like, like I said, it, it really doesn't matter what you want to call me. <laughs> it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, no, that that completely changes it, though, doesn't it? You know, that's so funny. The the J B and H instead, "Hoo Hoo." <laughs> yeah dude um, yeah it's so funny but no that's i mean jay seems to be one of those at least in english like jay they uh it seems to be a letter that is easy to turn into a nickname you know what i mean like my my mm-hmm. oldest stepson his name is Jaden, and we call him jay you know what i mean right. um i have friends named josh or james or whatever and you know, somebody's calling him Jay. And it's just right. one of those, like, my name's Nick. You can't just go like, hey, what up, N? Like, it's like such a yeah. weird letter. <laughs> it, it doesn't work, dude. <laughs> so true. That is so true, dude. <laughs> What's up, yeah. N? How's it going? The- 
Like next time, next time I see you, I'm gonna do that. I'm like, what's up, man? <laughs> and what it is, and yeah. <laughs> nah, dude, that is so true though. Like, yeah, and that's why I put Jay in, in my in my podcast. It's like, it's like I didn't want to choose like one of the nicknames or like my name. I'm just gonna put Jay so that it, like it just Jay. It's the easy. It's the simplest. It's the, everybody can say Jay. Everybody knows Jay. Like everything. You know what I'm saying? That's why I put it. And my podcast name. So, yeah, dude. It's funny that we that, that you that we even speaking about that. Nobody's ever asked me about that, dude. <laughs> you know, I was like, and seeing, I was trying to figure out your real name before we got on this because I was like, dude, I don't know this guy's name. And uh, you know, I was like, and then when I pulled it up and it said Jay Morales, I was like, this guy's giving me nothing, bro. Like, I'm gonna have to just ask. No, yeah. <laughs> No, dude. I mean, feel free. Like, like I, that's you why. Keep before... it mysterious. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> got to keep it a little. You got to keep people thinking a little bit. You know what I mean? Like what? <laughs> no, but that's yeah, why I made sure works. to. That's why I made sure to ask you about like what you like to go by before the the episode even started. You know what I mean? Like, well, I'm gonna use yeah, your, your full problem. name. You know what I mean? Because like. I the last thing I want to do is call somebody the wrong thing or like people put different like I said different names on Facebook it doesn't it doesn't mean that that's their name or you know what I'm saying stuff like that so that's why I made yeah. sure to ask you yeah yeah is, I don't mind this... Nicholas I don't mind my full name at all but it's just like very official to me you know what I mean like it's just like Nicholas like I don't know right. sounds like something serious sounds like something serious is happening when I was a kid, though, my mom would get so pissed at people if they tried to call me Nick. Like, she was, like, adamant <laughs> about my full name being the go-to, and it just didn't survive. It's, like I said, just such a formal name, I think. I don't know. I mean, and it's simple to just call somebody Nicholas, like, somebody that's named Nicholas, like, Nick. That's just, like, the go-to yep. for everybody, you know what I mean? Yep. No, exactly. So, it's definitely, yeah. The funny thing is that, like... Name. The funny thing is that, like, I whenever I hear somebody call me by my name, like Julio, is like somebody that I really don't know, like at all. Like we we really not even friends. We're just some like, hey, what's up, like Julio? You know what I mean? Or either either that or my mom's really pissed. Those are the only <laughs> ways that I hear my like my name because, like I said, other otherwise I always hear like Juju or julian or jay or you know what i mean stuff like that so when i hear somebody say my name i'm like oh shit some shit's going down <laughs> yeah like it's serious no my mom yeah. loved nicholas my mom loved my full name so much that i started getting like the middle name added onto it when i was in trouble you know nicholas Patrick. Oh, yeah. like yeah yep. <laughs> i knew I, I knew i messed up somehow dude you know yeah it's totally agree with that. Yeah, full name happening yeah girl. <laughs> You know when it's you know when it's real, dude. Oh yeah, for sure. So, do you have anybody that calls you Patrick? Like in your family? Uh, my middle name? No, no. My dad's no. name is Patrick, so I'm named. My middle name is named after him. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, we yeah, it was a little easier to just stick to my first name. Oh okay, okay, yeah. Because I, I have do family. have friends. Yeah, I do have friends that call themselves by their middle names. A couple. Actually. Yeah. Yep, yep, me too. I have family members that do. Yeah, they call they uh, yeah. yeah, they use their their middle name, which is kind of bizarre to me. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh shit, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know, dude. right? 
Yeah, dude. Um, well, Nick, we're gonna have to do part two of this. And we're coming up in an hour. That's the limit I got on the on the on the episode. Um, dude, I, I would, dude, I would love to do part two with you. We just barely even like touching the surface on what I wanted to ask you. So I apologize for. We just ran it. We just kind of ran it, you know, just rambled on, dude. So I apologize, dude. Nah, I enjoyed it. If it's if it's bad for biz, then I apologize. But I had a blast just chatting, dude. No, it's, it's trust me. People are gonna love this, bro. That people love genuine conversations, bro. Like if 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 you like stick to like a script too much, like it, people seem to be like, dude, that's not. What are we watching? Like a freaking the news or something? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm really yeah. good on going. I'm I'm good at going on tangents, so I can pretty much you know change the subject on a moment's notice. So maybe that maybe that keeps things rolling. <laughs> I can't I, talk I, about yes, one thing for too long. I I'm with you, dude. bro. I am with you, dude. Jay, I appreciate yes. you having me on for this, dude. It was really it was seriously awesome to just sit here and chat, dude. I love it. No, dude, the honor is mine, bro. You are the artist. You're the talented one, bro. Like, I am super honored that, to have you on, and I'm su- super honored to, to say that I met you and uh, got to work with you, brother. Well, hey, I appreciate it, man. You know, uh, uh, I can't wait. If you want to do part two, I'm all in. Sweet. I'm going to have to set that date up. Before we end the episode, bro, is there uh, social media, bands, like stuff that you want to put out there for people to go follow you or, you know, stuff like that? I mean, definitely uh, Octopus Tree is, you know, the one that I'm steering people to the most right now. And OctopusTreeRocks.com, Octopus Tree on Facebook. Um, we're all over the place. I, I mean, Instagram, as far as our music, Bandcamp, Spotify, Amazon, all that stuff. So, I mean, we're pretty easy to find. Um, Audiolith also has a website and it's colinpatrick.com, I believe. Um, okay. and there's some originals that Colin put out. Um, he's kind of the band leader for that and he has a great album that he put out a few years back that's really worth listening to um, yeah I mean and then Facebook's kind of the go-to to find everything else I have a, a solo music page called NV Music um, freelance musician and private instructor I think I made it too long I gotta change it <laughs> <laughs> But no, man, I, I don't know. I, without just pushing it all too hard, I, I it's pretty easy to find if you want to find it. So um, definitely, again, appreciate you having me on and being able to just shoot the shit and get to know you a little better. I had a blast with you guys in the Digital Mile uh, video shoot for our song Spinning Out. And... Um, it was cool because, I mean, even then we were chatting it up a lot. So it was cool to sit down and get to know each other a little better. Totally agree. And now you know why I ha- I held out uh, from talking to you before we started because I wanted this, a genuine conversation to get to know one another, bro. So thank you once again, bro. And it was a, it was a pleasure. And uh, I can't wait for part two, brother. All right, Jay, man. Take it easy. You too, brother. You take care now, okay? All right, man. Later. All right. Peace out, bro.